Hello guys, welcome back. This is Jessica. It's been a while. It's July 2023 and it's a great month. It's the seventh month. Seven. As I ponder on the seven, the number seven, I actually like that number. I was just thinking about that. Seven in the Bible It makes me think of Mary Magdalene when Jesus cast out seven demons out of her. And that signifies completion. It's complete. So that's the month we're in, seven. And it's also the hottest month, the hottest season, which is summer. I love this season. It's just beautiful. Um, really sunburned, which is a big part of my testimony. And speaking of testimonies, I want to go into that because this podcast is called Exorcism, Redemption. And I really haven't gone into that. So um, God's been really speaking to me about that. And I thought, well, where do you want me to begin, Lord? And he said, go back to the beginning. So I've been listening to a couple of um, prayer requests. And I've been taking them to the Lord. And I was thinking, Lord, what is happening right now? What is happening, you know, within, within the earth? There's so many different things going on. There's rejoicing happening, you know, within the courts. There's things being overturned. And then there's things that, you know, there's there's a lot of things that are coming to, um, like, closure. And I've heard some prophets say that we're in a farewell, a farewell season. And I'll read the scriptures for that. Isaiah 43, 18-19 Remember ye not the former things, neither consider the things of old. Behold, I will do a new thing, now it shall spring forth. Shall ye not know it? I will even make a way in the wilderness, and rivers in the desert. Hmm. That really had me thinking. A farewell season. Well, because this is the the middle of the year where we're about to go into the next year. And I thought, okay, farewell, but don't look back. Don't look back at what you're saying farewell to. So I thought, okay, okay, God, I understand what you're saying. God is redeeming his people, which is me, us. Those of you that claim to be Christians, not just wear the name of Christ, that actually walk in Jesus' righteousness, that are clothed in his righteousness, that obey his words. Luke 9, 62 So, 
that it's very interesting and God has really been speaking to me about you know my testimony and a lot of the people's um, the people that I've been praying for God um, when God asks us a question he's really setting us up to receive our miracle and our breakthrough and God's really been asking questions and I've been thinking about that because like I said it's summer and I'm sunburned and I've been um, cleaning our swimming pool and our swimming pool takes a lot of maintenance and as I'm cleaning it I'm praying and I'm stirring the water and it really made me think of the scriptures of when the angel was stirring the water of the pool of Bethsaida and I actually was just praying and I was thinking about it and God started to talk to me about it and I thought wow God I don't know ever since I was a child you've always talked to me anytime I don't know if I'm the only one but I know that I would talk to you know other people and I would say every time I touch water God speaks to me even when I was um, in the world sinning I just God would speak to me and I kind of giggle because I would be um, cleaning like toilet bowls the toilet bowls when I was you know just younger and raising my children and raising my family I would you know be angrily just cleaning the toilet bowls you know probably saying like why can't y'all clean this or why can't you do this or that and God would start talking to me you know the scriptures would come to me do things without complaining because your reward is here and do the things because your father is watching you know and I would be like so convicted I'd be like oh gosh okay just shut your mouth Jessica so you know and I've always had a dishwasher because even before we had our home we would rent apartments and they had dishwashers but I just had this thing where I wanted to manually wash our dishes. Um, my oldest, my daughter, Arlie, she's 25 right now, but she got hit with um, the type one diabetes demon when she was five. And that was because I got saved. And right when she was um, four, and then she, wanted to get baptized with me that demon came right at her and it was just like one year we were both going to get baptized together she understood she got saved um and then she came down with that they, the demon tried to kill her so i have that's a whole nother podcast in itself so i'm not going to get into that right now but um because of that i had this um phobia with germs so I always had to clean the glasses you know where everybody put their mouth and I used to wash the dishes with bleach um, I just did not want any germ to touch her or come into our home I just would clean and disinfect everything I didn't want any germs near her or us so I've always washed our dishes and again touching water stirring up the water God would speak to me so back to my swimming pool I'm cleaning the pool and God's talking to me 
and um, there's some issues happening with my older children and you know they you know they've walked away from the Lord I'm not too happy I'm not seeing the fruit the things that they were raised in so I'm really pressing in and I'm just like Lord I'm giving this to you still loving them and praying and you know just not really seeing the things that I would like to see with my eyes but knowing in my heart you know and I'm believing what God says you know and I'm calling the things that I um, I'm just calling them out so that they will come to pass I'm just saying God I know what you have already called them um, to be I know what they're supposed to be walking in and that's what I'm gonna just pray for I'm just gonna pray that into existence and so I'm just praying that and as I'm doing that I'm just praying praying and God's really speaking to me and the pull of Bethsaida came to me and I thought all right Lord you want me to go in and do some research on that I, I really get that so I carry around like a little notebook and pen and I wrote that down so God started talking to me that um, Bethsaida is the house of mercy it was named actually by the sick and the infirmed and the poor that name was not given by the rich and the famous they actually had named it the virgins well and it's in John 5 4 so um, the interesting part about the pool of Bethsaida is that the people there had to stay in expectation and that is something that God wanted me to get out of that. He's like, Jessica, as you're bringing this to me, you need to stay in expectation. For the six years that I had you sitting under the mentor and under the training of an exorcist, I, the one thing that I had her hammer into you was stay in expectation stay in expectation of miracles um, that this could be your day and I thought you know Lord since a child I have always had that and he said that's right I put that inside you and you know I came from a very rough background and it's I came from poverty from uh, drugs I just from abuse and so I always had that expectation that there was something better, something more, that this wasn't what I deserved. And even right now, as I'm going through a very hard time, very hard time in my marriage, with the relationships around me, um, financially, there's just a lot just trying the enemy is trying to like box me in and I feel it and I'm saying no no I am staying in expectation you will not box me in I will not settle for this because I have seen what my God can do and will do and I will prophesy that because you will not do this to me and 
I'm just saying, God, what is this? And so God has been downloading so much to me. And I've just been um, trying to figure out how I have like almost a book written out and how to downsize it to be able to put it into this podcast has been a challenge. (laughs) I stayed up for hours yesterday just you know trying to figure out okay what part do you want me to speak lord and what what do you want me to share because you give me so much and it's just manna from heaven and and a lot of it is personal a lot of it i'm not ready to share because i'm still you know walking it out and um and it's just just it's just so beautiful like just today you know, God just gave me um, the secret garden, um, and it, and He's gonna have me build a secret garden in my in my closet <laughs> because I have a office, and I put it in quotation marks with my fingers. You can't see me, but I do office. Um, and I have four dogs; two are pit bulls. They were my sons, but since they were very small, I've raised them. And uh, and then two are, are the little white Westies. They're 10 pounds each. They were given to my son for double for his trouble. That's a whole testimony because our dogs, um, one was a chihuahua. She was killed by um, two, two pit bulls that broke into our fence from our neighbors which traumatized him and myself and I almost killed the two pit bulls with the bat I almost beat up my neighbor with the bat I went crazy I went down the street the police was at my home I was yelling like a psychotic woman you wouldn't have even thought I was saved you would have thought I was Medea I mean my kids nicknamed me Medea. The whole, I mean, my entire family uh, made jokes about me. We always thought that show was so funny because we always said, oh man, that's mom, that's mom. She's Medea, she's Medea. Because I was so, I had so much of the hood in me and I thought it was funny. I thought that was normal to behave like that. Uh, no, <laughs> they were demons. And after deliverance and an exorcism and no they're gone those demons but with that being said God did a work on my family and I forgave my son Matthew you know came home with this cute puppy two cute puppies and their pit bulls I said you're pranking me right now you did not come home with pit bulls I will not love that dog do you not remember that pit bulls were the one that killed Coco and he said mom mom look she's so cute and of course I looked at her and he named her Harley after Harley Davidson the motorcycle and I looked at her and I thought no she's ugly deep down I thought this is the cutest dog ever oh my gosh but I just refused to open my heart to her and I thought no 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 I'm not gonna open my heart I didn't want to forgive I said no no those dogs killed my dog Coco no but my son the one that really loved Coco and had given her just so much love when 
the rest of the family had abandoned Coco and that's oh, mm, that's I'm telling you we have so many stories and testimonies in our family oh, but um, I'm trying to take y'all along friends so please bear with me <laughs> I'm trying not to lose you I, I promise um, and when I say son I'm, okay Jeremiah he's 13 now but when Coco was killed let me think that was he was probably let me see eight okay eight years old and uh, she was kind of just left because my kids I mean we had her since she was a puppy we loved her but then um, everybody started to become teenagers and and then we went through so much uh, trauma you know we had went through a foreclosure we had to move my kids went through bullying my marriage we almost got through a divorce we were going through separations it was just dramatic 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 witchcraft um, until I found an oh and then I had cancer we were going to, to cancer treat you know back and forth to MD Anderson my dogs um, one was killed and the other one was just left alone isolated which was Coco until Jeremiah he said oh don't put her up for adoption I'm gonna love on her and she had cricket paws because no one cut her nails like we didn't take her to get groomed um, nobody had time for her because I was working full-time my husband was working full-time the kids started working going to school nobody cared for her so we thought we have to take her to get adopted and then Jeremiah said, no, I'm going to love on her. So for about a year and a half, he just pampered her. He pampered her, poured love. He dressed her, took pictures, fed, like loved her like, like nobody's business. <laughs> and I saw her flourish, flourish and flourish. And she just loved, I mean, oh, gosh, it just, mm me so much right now and I watched that boy watch that boy and deliverance started to come to me because at that point I was almost a full-blown witch and um, that's part of my testimony too because I was in a church that you know was trying to they were putting witchcraft on me and I was in agreement because the witch I didn't understand you know that was in my background and uh, the cancer didn't hit me until I started to come out of agreement until I started to question them and then they said oh no 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 we got to get rid of her because she's not in agreement with us no more she's questioning too much forget it boom backfire on them so they just said get rid of her they put the witchcraft cancer on me Thank God. God sent uh, Dr. Shepard, which is um, a lady exorcist. She knew right away what it was. Took me through an exorcism. Cast that witchcraft cancer out of my body over the phone. I got instantly healed and delivered. And uh, yeah, so to the dogs. Um, but that happened and Coco flourished under Jeremiah's love so and then fast forward to you know my son getting the pit bull Harley so then I said no 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 um, 
and then he just said mom please please I'm, I'm gonna take her you know please and then I said okay he's like I'll pay you if you just babysit her and he had moved out and I said I guess so I started babysitting her and um, as I was training her I was very strict because my other two little dogs he had got and that's another thing when Coco had was killed you know um, it was very difficult it was very difficult Jeremiah had to go through counseling and thank God um, Dr. Shepard was there for Jeremiah and myself and our entire family and she counseled him and took us all through deliverance and um, that was wonderful and we needed it and God used a, a friend doctor that we had through Facebook and he had just had his dog give birth and he was giving away dogs and it just so happened that I said sure we you know we'll take a dog it was actually before Coco had even passed that I had said yes I'll take a dog we went and he gave us two God gave us double for our trouble gave Jeremiah actually double for his trouble and uh, we have two of them so we named them Arlie named Pepper Pepper <laughs> even though she's white and then uh, it's just she's so cute and then Buttercup, Jeremiah named Buttercup, Buttercup. So they're really cute Westies. And um, as I was training Harley, I thought I'm going to be very strict, very strict, because I was thinking in the back of my mind of, you know, the neighbor's pit bull. Um, that situation was pretty interesting because that girl, you know, I was so angry I ended up you know just repenting and I just told her like I'm sorry for wanting to beat you up and wanting to kill your dogs and um, I just said look I'm I'm a Christian I'm supposed to be like loving and I'm, I'm really sorry I said you know just do what's right I said you know do what's right your dog you said you saved those dogs and but they killed you know they killed our dog and Anyway, we ended up making peace with one another, um, and she did what was right with her dogs. And, um, yeah. So, I fell in love with Harley. Long story short, she became my dog. We love her. We have her. <laughs> so, and today she's four years old, and Freya ended up becoming our dog, too. So, we have four dogs, and we love all of them. They are our they're our dogs they're our family and um god showed me through these dogs um forgiveness and just what love looks like because i would have like i didn't really understand that my heart had so much junk in it even being a christian and what forgiveness really looked like uh, I, I mean that's kind of hard to explain because um, people say yes I forgive with their mouth but then when situations come up you really see the true colors and with me it was so obvious like you just had to be around me and 
I know that there was a lot of situations that I was a hypocrite in. I admit that. And I was so tired of being that hypocrite. I just didn't want to do it anymore. And I didn't want to be like a double agent. I was just so tired. I even had like, um, like some of my passcodes, like, I think it was like Snapchat, like Jessica007. Like, oh my gosh, give me a break. I mean, if you knew the real story behind 007, you wouldn't even be putting that on your 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 code names or anything like that because it's really shady dark and it's like come on like really no you wouldn't do that and when i found out the truth i'm like man that's so dark it's disgusting so yeah um i'm just so thankful to god that he didn't kill me and he didn't allow the devil to kill me and that's what i found out that the devil can't kill me <laughs> you can't kill me and I'm just like wow Jesus you overcame the grave and you put resurrection your resurrection life inside me and I have that and you that are listening to me like you have that as well if you have said Jesus Come into my life. I accept you as my Lord and my Savior. Then, and, and you really meant it. Then you have resurrection life. Like you shouldn't be living a boring life. And this is something I always tell my kids. I used to get so irritated when they would say, I'm bored. Oh my gosh. I used to say, what did you say? my eyes used to get wide what did you say they knew that was a bad word in my house <laughs> it's funny now but in reality i would get triggered because i would say you know what that means that you are a boring person how dare you when god is the creator of the universe he is creative and he created you and look at you you have that inside you I have that inside me I mean come on and that's what that's what you have no -uh, uh -uh. I'm doing something wrong here and I would I would get so irritated I would say everybody fess turn in your phones turn in everything iPads turn off every electronic I want every and then everybody in their room that wasn't complaining they would go oh man who said they were bored? I mean, I didn't care if you were 18, 22. I didn't care. Even my husband, I would say, off. Internet, off. Now, outside, outside. <laughs> Even the dogs knew. Now, 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 come on. So it was like, uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. If I, even if I was doing laundry, it's like, somebody said that? No, I didn't like it. I don't like it. And I have to control myself now because, you know, I, my oldest daughter, Marissa, um, you know, she is raising her family and I have to control myself because my grandsons will come and uh, they'll say, Grandma, um, yeah, you know, we're bored all the time. And I'm like, 
and then I just go in and out like the Twilight Zone. <laughs> I'm like, is that allowed at your house? Like, are you allowed to say that? And then I look over at their mom, and then she just acts like she does not even remember that that was a bad word. Um. So <laughs> anyway, but I'm getting off topic. <laughs> so yeah, I have to be careful with that because. You know, when our adult children marry, I have to remember that there's another family that comes into the picture and they might not understand, you know, my ways or our ways. And uh, it could get kind of messy, which it has. But thank God that um, there's grace and there's mercy. And that's kind of where I was going with the pool of Bethesda. Um, so yeah, let me get back to that because, um, God was showing me that, that, um, to stay in expectation, you know, that the people had stayed in expectation that God would heal them next. And I thought that was pretty interesting. So pay attention when God asks you a question because he might be setting you up for a miracle or for your breakthrough. The man at the pool of Bethesda was forced with a question. Jesus asked him, do you want to be made well? And that's very interesting, right? You know, because he <laughs> he was laying there and um, he almost was like making excuses I don't know um it's like priorities need to be checked his faith in his um faith in his plan need to be exchanged with faith in God because you know you had to have somebody put you in that pool you had to have somebody put you in there. So he had a plan. And he had to exchange that. He's like, sir, I don't have anybody to put me in the pool. And then Jesus said, do you even want to be made well? He's like, but I don't have anybody to put me in there. So he had to exchange that faith in his own Plan. He had that plan, right? I got to get somebody out here. I got to get somebody to come and put me in there. Who am I going to get? I've already, 38 years, I've wore out everybody. I've, I've already asked everybody. They're tired of trying and waiting out here. Nobody wants to come. They're hiding from me. They don't pick up my calls anymore. They're tired of hearing me. Nobody's answering my calls. Nobody's answering my emails. They're tired of it. Now it's time to put your faith in God. The medicines aren't working anymore. Time to put your faith in God. Exchange your plan for faith in God. Are you ready? Are you ready? Pay attention when God starts asking you a question. Pay attention. Pay attention.
The Beseda Pool of Mercy was located on the eastern side of the city near the fortress of Antonium. These are facts that I had um, jot down when I was looking into this. The name Beseda means House of Mercy. The water source was nearby, it was a nearby spring and it had five porches. Five signifies mercy. According to the Bible, it was tradition that an angel moved the waters at certain times and healed the sick. It was here at the pool of Bethesda that Jesus healed the man who was lame for 38 years. John 5, 1 through 9. And it was near the sheep gate. Nehemiah refers to the sheep gate. It was built in Jeremiah. It was near it was built near in Jerusalem in the fifth century. So I jot all that down because um, that's very interesting because the angel started up in certain times it wasn't all the time it was just in certain times so that means during those times you had to be watching you had to stay in expectation for those certain times to be healed that's very interesting isn't it I thought so. God just had that stick out to me because I thought, wow, it's almost like today. You know, if you think about it, there's medicines given. Not all the medicines are going to work. They're not going to work. Sometimes the medicines that are prescribed to certain people can make you sick because that's not God's plan for you. God may want you to exchange that faith in that plan for just faith in Him. Pay attention when God is asking you a question. When He's when He's asking you that question, He's setting it before you. Do you want to be made well? Do you want to be made whole? Do you even want it? Do you want it? Almost like Jesus is like, I, I see his face like, do you even want it? Because remember, Jesus knows your heart. He knows everything. He knows your thoughts. He knows your intentions. He knows your motives. He knows your motives. He knows my intentions, my motives. That's very interesting. God also wants us to check our, our motives. Yeah. So we have to put God first. We have to put him first. Because he's not going to withhold anything good from us. Matthew 6.33 But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness. And all these things will be given to you as well. 
So God wants us to check our motives. Why do you want what you're asking for? And why do you want the things that you're praying for? So just make sure that when you are asking, make sure that your motives are pure before the Lord. So, yes, God is really, um, he's good, he's great, he doesn't withhold anything from us. And as I'm sharing these things with you, I'm looking over my notes to see, because I, I jot down a lot of other things, um, you know, God's, God's just setting us up for, you know, breakthrough when he's asking us questions. Um, James 4.3, you know, this is another scripture that, you know, God gave me. Um, James 4.3, when you ask, you do not receive because you ask with the wrong motives. That you may spend what you get on your pleasures. So it goes back to, you know, get your motives what are your motives? Um, are you wanting to be healed just to go back to, you know, back to the back to the bars or back to sinning, back to what whatever it is, or maybe just back to working so much and God wants you to spend more time with your family or I, I'm not sure what it is, but God does know. So just make sure that your your motives are right. God questions to us will also cause us to check our methods. And if we are paying attention, there's nothing wrong with wanting to be financially successful, but scamming people and hustling, it's not right. It's it's wrong. It's actually very demonic. So when God asks us a question, He's setting us up to receive our miracle, our breakthrough by his plan. But also, it's also for an eternal adjustment to bring us in alignment with his character, with God's character and God's will for us to be the God made woman and the God made man that we were meant to be from the beginning, all the way back from Adam and Eve. And I wrote down all the way back from the beginning. And that's very true. So let's ask God for his will to be done for us. For our miracles and provisions. And for us to be, for us to stay in um, expectation. Because I am always in expectation. So friends, I just pray that you will stay in expectation for whatever you're hoping for. Um, and I'm thinking of that because like, you know, it's, we just passed the 4th of July and I thought about it. Um, you know, like when I was growing up, we did a lot of things as like family, like cousins and, you know, we did barbecues and whether we got along or not, everybody would get together. You know, it's like, oh, there's uncle so-and-so, you know, there's. Yeah, there's, you know, you, you always had a drunk, you always had 
the aunt that was the loudest and there's the grandma there's so and so and there's auntie and you know we, family just came together whatever the disagreements were um you know you just always just came together for holidays and barbecues and it's pretty sad because that hasn't happened and you know we didn't do that yesterday um yesterday for the 4th of July or not yesterday today is the 6th July 6th so um two days ago we didn't do that and um it's pretty sad that you know when you look at the holidays where people are not gathering anymore um I just hope that you know you can open your home or think about maybe opening your home to um friends and family or maybe you know if you can't open your home just um try to reach out to someone try to reach out to at least one person um to see if they're doing okay um i try my best to do that i try my best to open my home or invite people or maybe stop by well actually I've been asked not to just stop by people's houses <laughs> um, I try to do that I try to call I, I do the best that I can to be hospitable um, and welcoming and I, I, I try the best that I can I always have that's something that was instilled by my parents um, in into us you know and um, you know and, and I'm going to continue to do that so I just hope that the rest of you can do it too alright well I hope you're doing well and I'm going to try to figure out how to get my other 50 pages that God downloaded to me into my other episodes and I hope that I can get this where you can receive some rich wisdom knowledge something from the Lord I pray that you are blessed I pray that you can receive something please stay in expectation pay attention when God is asking you a question because he might be setting you up for your miracle or your breakthrough so please stay in expectations get your priorities in order and you might want to exchange the faith that you have in your own plan exchange it with faith in God faith in God get your Bible out your physical Bible read John 5 4 Isaiah 55 9 Ephesians 3 20 John 5 6 Jeremiah 29 11 Luke 8 45 2 Kings 4 2 where there's supernatural multiplication of oil for financial provision what do you have in your house and then there's a multiplication of your financial provision amen <laughs> so I have a lot guys it's just I have to figure out how to summarize it all and give it to you so thank you again for listening 
subscribe and I'm gonna try to go ahead and put some videos on YouTube um, I'm on Instagram and um, some other platforms haven't learned yet how to navigate them all but I'm learning again thanks for listening guys God bless you Jesus is Lord I pray that you will make him your Lord and your Savior amen God bless you bye until next time